0: From the, I don't know what to say, I'm just speechless. To the, <laughs> can't it, can't it, can't it. We see all sorts of life-changing moments at McKinney Competitions. How would you react? Cars, houses, tech bundles and more. From just £2 a ticket, no purchase necessary. For competitions, rules and conditions, see mckinneycompetitions.com.
1: It's incremental improvement. It's about trying to help the referee along their journey and, uh, you know, all, all advisors want to do is to see a referee do well and to help them along to progress along their path. And you know there's a a lot of cost has gone into preparing an inter-county team who may get one or get two chances at this and the rules are being brought in from the side of views to, to, to try and you know, to give a team the, the fairest opportunities to stop cynical play. There is fish as FIFA soccer referees. In Ulster, the fitness test is 16-8, and at national level is 17-4 on the bleep test. Uh, football is played uh, with ha- a lot of heart and passion here, and you know a lot uh, you know everyone wants to win, and especially you want to beat the local club, and everyone puts their heart and soul into it, you know. So you know that there's no inch given.
0: You've just been listening to the voice of Michael Loftus. As I'm sure you can tell, Michael is a dub, But many of you will be familiar with him as the man in black at many an Armagh Ulster or even inter-county football or hurling game. While his refereeing days are behind him now, uh, Michael, who began his career as a 16-year-old in Dublin, now is a referee advisor. This is your host Elaine Ingram and here's Michael to tell us all about the job he loves and what it took to get him where he is today. Hello Michael. Um, nice to see you again. Um, we we met at one of the matches last week and so to tell everybody your a referee's assessor is that the correct
1: term? Well, referee advisor, that's referee what Referee advisor. I mean, advisor. Okay, yeah, right. that's, that's The referee what assessor sounds a bit more uh, Yeah, what what we try to do now is a little bit different than uh, assessing. It's more trying to give advice on where the referee is going well and where they need to improve, you know. That's that's the the main the main objective of a advisor Creve Rue were playing St. Ewan's from uh, Letterkenny. That was
0: absolutely brilliant. I have to just say, just <laughs> that was a great game. It was a great game for Creve Rue because um, St. Ewan's were a senior team. Yeah, and now that I have you here, I, do you have any inclination of how that managed to happen? Well, so Creve Rue were playing um, St. Ewan's and uh, Creve Rue are. Um, um Junior hurling and they ended up playing the senior duleyball team the yes, who that, played in the se- yeah
1: that would be the grading where Saint Ewan's, would they regrade it to junior and um wh- which would mean right for their level to be to be fair based on what we saw on Saturday they were playing at the, the correct level they weren't uh playing
0: anyway so you do right. do the, do the, are the referees aware that you're yeah. going to be there
1: yeah the referees um, w- w- would be aware that there'd be an advisor there um, I, they would would be there at all ulster games ulster Club games, Ulster county games, and at national level games, there would be advisor there. There's always
0: an advisor there. Would there would be
1: advisor there, and again, they would be looking at elephant elements of the game in relation to team performance, uh, how 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 the communication with each other, the two linesmen, the referee, how they dealt with tricky situations, volatile situations, um, key game decisions. For example, the awarding of a penalty. A red card decision, or a decision which could affect the outcome of the game. So that's where uh, we would be looking at how they came to that decision. Was it the correct course of action? Is there anything that they could have done differently if it was not the correct course of action? Ninety-nine percent of the time, it is the correct course of action that they make, and they they do. Also all games are videoed now within ulster and maybe in a lot of club games within the club championship are videoed also and this is a great opportunity um for a referee to learn as well where you know they will be afforded a copy of the game they'll look back at the game given the report and where they can see where there may be elements of improvement to be made things that would they could have possibly missed where that they could catch that and be mindful of that for the next game that they go into. Yeah. And that's the the whole thing it's incremental improvement. It's about trying to help the referee along their journey and to, you know, all all advisors want to do or is to see a referee do well and to help them along to progress along their path, uh along their journey because they <laughs> they the way is you know, um, success leaves clues and where you see that from referees who've done really well at the very very top well, level you look at it for example in Ulster uh, recently um, in, in Hurling you had Cullum Cunning referee the minor All-Ireland Hurling final which is fantastic then you had the under 20 football final Sean Hurston at Tyrone and then the All-Ireland football final last year uh, uh, Joe McQuillan refereed uh, the All-Ireland Final between uh, Mayo and Tyrone last uh, September. Uh, so, you know, Ulster has a great... Um, they 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 have they have produced some great referees and will continue to do so. Uh, like for example, Paul Falloon. Yeah, Paul has, Falloon is doing <laughs> fantastic. Well. Uh, refereed the the under twenty All Ireland final. Okay. Uh, back in twenty twenty, Dublin and Galway and um fan- made a made a fantastic job at the game, and you know there was one key decision towards the end. Where where Dublin could have got a free, but he didn't give the free, and he was correctly so for not giving the free, and Galway. He was very brave, you know. But it was no, but it was it, it was it was the right decision, yeah. and it was a key game decision. It was a huge call to make, and but it was the right call yeah. to, to play on, and and you know, but but Paul is is going well, and you know so. In Ulster, you know, there's a structure for referees to progress, you know, when they're nominated by their county after maybe doing a a county final or doing a a county final at some level, they go into the Ulster Academy for two years where they will referee games at underage in the county, say under 17, uh, 19 you know, uh, minor twenty level, you know, they'd be refereeing at that level um to get the experience, league games yeah. and so forth. And they'd be while that they will be running the line in club championship games, uh, Ulster uh, minor or under twenty championship games to gain that experience refereeing. And then while they'd be refereeing develop their own senior club level career, you know, and that's that's what they'd be looking that's what they'd be doing and then the, once they come out of the academy they get further exposure you know the national panel where you're out with top inter-county referees either doing sideline official uh sideline and you know you're learning your craft there yeah. and you're watching it so, as i was saying earlier that success leaves clues and the, the clues you see from from senior inter-county referees in the way that they prepare for a game the way that they approach a game like what i mean is like the prepare for a game like the week of the game you know they have their routine their training routine they reread their rules they look at game they, they may look at a, a previous game uh, which is out there uh, a, pre- a previous game that they've refereed in or a game just to, to, to keep themselves sharp and focused um, they look they contact their umpires um, you know uh, at the, when they get the appointment to see that they're all available you know they might give them some instructions maybe then then on the day of the game they would arrive between an hour an hour and a half prior to the throwing the game no, see you all about about, uh, they you know They come with their umpires about 15 20 minutes before you know they leave the dressing room they're ready to go the referee will give instructions to each individual the linesmen the each of the umpires where they have to look at the quadrant that they're given the umpire will be saying okay you're, you're looking after that but you're looking after that quadrant here and we're looking at we're, we're trying to identify if there's any foul play off the ball you're going to bring it to my attention for a yellow card red card or black card in football and that's what they'd be doing they're all mic up now so the referees in constant communication with his officials and the same instruction would be given to the uh the, the same instructions would be given to the umpire uh to the linesman uh, the linesman again positioning in relation to kick outs positioning versus freeze positioning in relation to uh marking the free so allows the referee to free up to get into the position for the next play so there is an awful lot to it when you when, when you come to the elite yeah. level um you know the referees to get to the elite level is it is um very challenging for them there is fish as fifa soccer referees in ulster the fitness test is 16 H. And at national level, is seventeen four on the bleep test. Oh, on the bleep the, test. The the yeah, oeo yeah, yeah. intermittent test, very very challenging, very aerobicly challenging, and uh, and then they have to do a written test with a score of believe ninety percent plus yeah. on it. So you know, constant reading of the rules book, updating on any changes, um, but referees who who make it to the top level really enjoy what they do you're dealing with the top players who are playing at the top uh, at the highest level and the games believe it or not become a lot easier to referee because the players are at that level their focus is mainly on on the ball on 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 winning on 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 what they have to do with their team yeah. You know, it's not about getting involved and shouting with the referee or anything like that. They're so focused on what they have to do themselves. They're not going to be involved with the nitty gritty yeah. of, of, the, of, the, of the referee, uh, where they will want to know what happens. And what would make a good, what makes a good referee at that level is is strong communication skills yeah. really both verbally and non-verbally uh, verbally speaking to uh, to the players of what's well, you know why was the foul and why was it a foul, why was the yellow card and so forth and then non-verbal, the signaling. The signaling is very important in relation to the crowd. Oh. Why was that free? The only reason you'll know is why Whatever, the referee is it yeah. a pull on the jersey if it's over carrying, uh, and, and so on. So that's as for the, the crowd's benefit, isn't it? Is it the crowd and, and, also and probably the, press, the other players who are pr- far away. Yeah, maybe. the, pre- the uh, and the, the the management as well. You yeah. know, you know that that's in sort of an overview of of elite uh of refereeing there um but you know it's 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 very very interesting so
0: michael um so what about yourself now yeah. in terms of you how did you like you started off as a referee first of all now you're from or you're you're based in mullabon here um and you're married to uh Bestbrook woman, I believe. That's correct, Arlie. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. We married in uh, two thousand and nine in the Church of Peter and Paul in in Bestbrook. Uh, yeah, we lived in Dublin for a good number of years. Yeah, because yeah. you're obviously you're from Dublin. Yeah, we were, we were in Dublin for a number of years, and then we we moved up uh, around twenty twelve. You know. Um. Yeah, I got involved in refereeing, uh, first of all, I started off refereeing soccer in Dublin back in ninety three, ninety two, ninety three. 92, 93, I did a bit of that, I was very young, uh, I was refereeing underage games, I really enjoyed it, and I was playing Gaelic football for Whitehall, and Hurling for Whitehall Colum Kills, and as part of uh, my transition year, you know, to, to pick up a new skill, I decided to take up refereeing and I spoke to the club in Whitehall about it and they supported me, got me my first set of gear, organised me for it to go on the course and then I enjoyed it, I got on well, I I, I, I enjoyed refereeing, I, I got a sense of satisfaction out of it that two teams were there and they were there because you know, because the referee was there. If there was no referee, there'd be no game. And, you know, we were taught at the, you know, from there to, you know, the, to be organised, to be there a good bit beforehand. And, you know... Treat the players with respect and try and educate them a little bit too while they're playing. It was fairly competitive and and I did that for a couple of years. I I progressed then. My first year I was refereeing under 14 and 15 games and I was only 16 myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was refereeing for the Dublin City League. Con Sullivan, a Kerry man, uh, got me involved there. He says to me, I believe you're doing games and would you come you have your bike i says i do i (laughs) i says yeah i says i do so would you go and do um would you be able to go and do games in 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 like Finglas, glass nevin uh that sort of area for me in dublin city and i says, sure i would and down so i got up and got my bike and away you go And then the hurling board heard about me and i ended up refereeing under 12s to under 15s with them and being just 16.
0: Were you playing at the stage? I was as well? still playing. playing. I, oh yeah, I
1: was playing playing under sixteen and minor. Uh but I was refereeing in the mornings of the Saturday, playing in the afternoon, playing Sunday morning, and then refereeing during the week as well in the that's, summertime. And
0: That's an awful busy schedule for it, a sixteen year old. It was
1: and but you know what? I loved it and I ate it up. I just thought this was brilliant, you know, that I was being involved in something and being part of it. And then the school I was going to put me forward as the school's referee at that stage as well because they couldn't get people to come off work. I sure we have a shooting in the school, sure we'll send him out of class and he'll do the game for us. (laughs) So I ended up doing schools games as well. And in in ninety six I was approached and they said to me, Would you consider doing the adult uh, course? And I really enjoyed it I did the adult course in 96 in Dublin uh, Aidan Maxevna who refereed to All-Ireland Finals hurling Ireland Finals was given the course and I did the course and I really I was you know guys who played football for Dublin and played Hurling you know at a really good level who were there and and, and I seen these guys looking up to them in awe and, and, and Jesus and the course was six weeks at the time I remember because they went at that time they went page by page through the rule book and they went through each rule specifically they, that's not done now but it was God, really they wouldn't
0: want to now there's so many yeah and they changed them so much
1: <laughs> yeah and when went, went went through it specifically rule by rule but I really enjoyed it and I came out of it I passed the course fl- flew the course and did the fitness test because I was young and did that fine and then I get this letter in the post, about a week later. You're appointed to do an adult match, and me, sixteen years of well, age.
0: You must have been one of the youngest. No, I,
1: I, I, I was a ref- refereeing like I, uh, at a really young age. But I really enjoyed it. I, um, you know, and it was different. And I was saying, Jesus, what will I do if this fella says what to me? I said it to me, Dad. He says me you're the man in charge, they have to listen to you, you're blowing the whistle.
0: Even though you're yeah, 10 years younger yeah.
1: than so. <laughs> and he says, he says, you blow the whistle, referee what you see, and if you referee what you see and you're honest about it, no one won't say too much to you. I took that approach, no one said anything to me, and I continued on, got on my bike, took uh, and did my report after the game, and everything was fine, and we just continued from there. And then... You know, um, Sean O'Leara at the time who was the, the games uh, in in, in, the C, in charge of the CCC in Croke Park. Um, he was with Naveena and he says to me, what age are you? I says, I'm 17. You're driving? I says, I'm not. I says, well, if you are th- if you can get yourself driving, I'd have a job for you. Going down the line in inter-county games and other games if you're interested. And I says, well, yeah, we'll see, um, and then, you know, uh, we 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 that was the first step onto the.
0: That was an incentive to go and get your driver's license. Yeah, well, to keep the gecko
1: <laughs> going anyway.
0: Get ready to shake up summer with the Get Active ABC Sunshine Fill Programme for kids and families. Get set for land-based adventure at our summer schemes or why not get adventurous and maybe get wet at our Splashtastic Water Sports Summer Programme. There are so many things to do and all we need is you. See getactiveabc.com
1: summer for all the details. I went to college in Galway, um, I, I did hospitality and hotel management, and while I was there uh, word got out that I did a bit of refereeing, so I ended up refereeing Fitzgibbon Cup games wow. and senior football matches, college games when I was in Galway, by God they were tough, they were, they were very very demanding on you, they were really, you know, you're you're seeing players at a different level yeah. and, and a different type of player as well. And I was 19 at the time and Jesus, this was this was good, but it was tough. Yeah, and uh, But I, I enjoyed that and I did a couple of games there and the, then I went off for a year to Switzerland with uh, college. There was no refereeing done out there, but I came back and finished off the degree and decided to head off to the States. Yeah. And I headed off to the States in say two thousand and one. And I was in a pub in Bethesda. At that time you couldn't get the games anywhere else. You'd had to go to a pub Oh I know. I
0: used to live there. So I lived in Boston so I know exactly what it's like when you all headed off to the on match day at nine so o'clock some, in the morning. Yeah. To some whatever pub it was in. And That's correct. It was not... great crack.
1: Yeah. So we went, you know, go to a but it was a pub in Bethesda and i think it was the mean fiddler or something like that where was was this in in just outside of mer uh, just outside dc in maryland i was living on the other side in virginia yeah and um and i i was watching the game and dublin were playing kerry it was the quarter final and and Dublin were on the verge of beating Kerry and then Morris Fitzgerald kicks that magnificent point, the one that everyone, yes. they to show back from the sideline uh, with the outside of his right foot just tucked under the crossbar anyway I was talking to these, these two Kerry men one guy called Jim Carmody really nice guy who went over when he was very young uh, and ended up uh, fighting in Vietnam for the US Army but uh, uh, originally from Kerry a, a gentleman and I was involved with Washington Gales, and the other was the chairman of the club at the time was Andrew Healy Andrew was big imposing Kerry man he'd nearly frightened you and uh, you know chef in background and you know worked, went into construction and he was still playing at the time himself And I said, they were asking, I hadn't seen you here before, and where are you from? And I said, ah, look, I'm working below in in, in Virginia, in Marriott there, and you know, and uh," she says, ah, what's your name? I said, oh, is that is that McLaughlin's the referee? I says, ah no, 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 you make me think of the <laughs> other fella above in, in, in Mayo. I says, no, 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 I uh, I heard you did a bit of referee. And I says, I do, yeah, I do. And I was talking to, you know, to enjoy my time in America, take a break. Under the radar. Under the <laughs> radar and that. And I says, ah yeah, I think there's this game next week or something. Would you be able to do I said, ah. Asher, there's me number. I, he says we we we'll, we'll exchange business cards. So we got the napkins of the uh, <laughs> of the pub, which was the business card back then, and you wrote yeah. your tele your, your house telephone number on, and that. Uh, and I, I says, there you go, lads, and uh, lovely to meet you. And I went about my way, thought nothing of it. And and, and and Sunday morning, the the following Sunday morning, I was above in work at at the reception desk in the Fairview Park Marriott. And Jesus, these two lads from the last week had landed in. Oh, how are you? He says, ah, yeah. Oh, look, would you be able to referee a game? The referee he was injured, who was down for it. I says, where is it? Ah, it's above in Philadelphia. <laughs> I says, what's the of a game? I said, ah, sure, it's only an ordinary game. Don't be worrying about it. See, can you get off work there and, you know, and see, would you be able to, to come and do it first? I says, oh, all right, sure. Look, we will see you ground I, I I went into my boss and says, Look, these two guys are here, it's not very busy, I've a few hours worked up, but yeah would you consider? He says, Ah, go on and enjoy the day, he says, Go on, it's a quiet Sunday, go on no bother, and we'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. He says great, thanks very much. So anyway we, we headed over and stopped off my apartment and, and had the gear just in case with me. always brought the gear everywhere, picked up the boots and the gear and the whistle and we sat into the car. This is a four hour drive <laughs> to Philadelphia and we drove to Philadelphia and there was a, um, it was played in like a school and they put up nets and it was like an American football field uh, converted into a Gaelic pitch and little did I know it was the divisional final oh for God. the Eastern Conference. They didn't tell me this. It was a big deal. It was a big deal to everybody was there. The two teams were playing was Tyrone and Donegal. And the winners of this got to go and play the national finals in San Francisco in about six weeks
0: time. And I'm sure there were plenty of county players there. And
1: there was plenty of county players. And one player who stood out who played for Donegal was a player called Dermot McNichol. Dermot won in All Ireland with Derry in ninety three. Right. And he was a fantastic footballer. But mad as a as a brush, absolute mad. Anyway, Donegal got beaten and Tyrone won and Dermot told me how bright and beautiful I wasn't oh, after really? the
0: game.
1: <laughs> but anyway, given that and you know we the, 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 Do you she, think
0: you did a good job on the refereeing? Or was it just sour grapes on his behalf?
1: Ah, uh, look. What we would say is that it's sometimes when there's a lot at stake, it's not nice losing, and and the 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 report at the time in the Hogan stand was very fair to yeah. me, so I let that be the judge. Yeah. Um. But anyway, you know, I I went you know went back and and you know, geez, the lads dropped me back and oh, by the way here's your fee for, for the game. I was 23 years of age at the time and using, you know, to get my match fee was £8 back in Ireland or £10 at the time. And there was an envelope. And uh, it, it was bulging of $20 notes. I says, "Jesus, the referees' fees are quite good out here. <laughs> <laughs> can we be moving to America. So, uh, but that, you know, that, that, that was very... Um, uh, uh, it was funny, you know. But it, it was, uh, but it, it was great. And the two lads on the way back says to me, "I, I, I think now you, you would be the club referee, will you?" And I, then I ended up getting involved in Washington Gales, and they were qualified for the national finals out in Philadelphia, and they said, "Are out in, 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 San Francisco?" Uh, at that time, says to me, "I sure would you come out?" as the club referee, and, you, you, and you'd probably be able to do a bit of coaching with us not that. And I said, I ah, sure we will, we will. Sure. <laughs> and I'm 23, very green to the gills, and I said, ah, sure, why not? I put the request in, work. could I get the Labour Day weekend off, the first uh, Monday in September that weekend, and they I granted it. So I said, right, I'm in, lads. So we went, and... Um, Went to, we did a, I I done a few training sessions with the guys and done that we got to the, went over and you know I my games didn't clash referee and with, with coaching and the the Sunday morning which was great. Uh, Washington Gales went and won the junior championship that year, which was fantastic. They hadn't done it since ninety eight, and it was they they had they won it three years previous, and then we won it in two thousand and one. It was fantastic, and uh, we we weren't given a hope to win it, but we had won it, which was fantastic. And I was delighted to be part of the the coaching ticket at the time as a young twenty three year old. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but out there, there was, um, I was with two other intercounty county referees refereeing that weekend and it was uh, Shawnee McMahon a Claire, a great, great guy altogether and fantastic sense of humour. A very good hurling referee and was on the panel for a long time and also was involved with Claire as a selector. And uh, Seamus McCormack of Mead, who's still involved now. He he umpires for uh, David Goldrick. They were on that trip Gosh. that weekend. Yeah, and we, uh, it was it, it was fantastic, and that 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 was the weekend I first met, uh, Sean Kelly, and Sean Kelly went the great Sean well. Kelly. Yeah, he he was the. The who opened up Croke Park to other sports and they're getting the deletion of Rule Fifty Seven, and I I met we met Sean there who was uh, I was short an umpire, uh when I was refereeing the the senior semi final the hurling semi final he says ah, no bother make I umpire for you so we went down <laughs> and he umpired for me and we stayed firm friends afterwards and 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 always remained in contact and uh, when Dublin I met him uh when Dublin won five in a row in Crow Park that evening and he was the first man over to congratulate me. Yeah. So which was lovely to see uh, that we had stayed in contact. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the thing about refereeing and the GAA, you make friends for life. Yeah. And you can meet friends from other counties and other places that you wouldn't normally do. So yeah that, uh, well, that's how I got involved in refereeing. Then I came back and I got refereed in Dublin, a refereed senior football in hurling in Dublin. Uh, for a number of years and then I ended up on the the Leinster uh, panel and then the the national support panel uh, as well and and then I came I refereed a couple of finals in Dublin which I was lucky enough to do and I really enjoyed my time refereeing in Dublin and then I came up to here, Seamus McDonagh Who's involved with Drum and Tea got me involved, refereeing up here and the Seamus my first game I refereed up here was in two thousand eleven was cross seconds. Um, and it, they were just the Dodger team escapes me, uh, at the time. Uh, but that was my first game. Cross
0: seconds would be in most other teams first anyway. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a good introduction. <laughs> Although they didn't have a good uh, yeah, this it, was year
1: a, it was a good introduction and uh, you know per, per, uh, you know I found that football up here uh, you know was very parochial. Everyone knew everybody else, and it was uh, very. Is physical. there a
0: difference? Yeah, between uh, you know the way they've always the traditional, um, uh, the way people look at um, Ulster Ulster football. What is your feeling on that now? Given yeah. that you're from.
1: Ah, uh, look, you know when it it a so while, it, it still would take, you know, it to adjust. You know, in, in, especially in football, you know, it's very you know the lads off each team would know each other pretty well, where in Dublin they wouldn't know each other as well. You nice. know, there wouldn't they you know would be very parochial, and so there'd be a good bit of needle in the local games. Uh, in relation to. You know the the pro the games you know were you know fairly physical you know fairly physical It'd be hard enough hitting you know, um, um. But look, you know, you you know, football is played. Uh, with a lot of heart and passion here and, you know, a lot. Uh, you know everyone wants to win and especially you want to beat the local club and everyone puts their heart and soul into it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, that there's no inch given and that's one thing I would have to say about that here, you know. But uh, very very interesting too. Uh, I was lucky enough to referee uh, senior football for a little bit here and uh, we refereed a bit of senior hurling too and uh, did a, a a couple of underage hurling finals, and I did a, a junior hurling final as well while I was up here. So, you know, I, I knew with a family and that, and, you know, and, and time sticked on. I started refereeing early, and I feel that, you know, my refereeing now is, you know, my better days of refereeing, I think, is behind me now. And so I'm enjoying now the educational side of it. In 2016, I... Uh, I was approached by Jim O'Rourke who's chairman of the Ulster Referees to see would I be interested in advising and I took that up and then from there I went into uh, tutoring as well, tutoring uh, new referees coming through and new courses within the club courses and in the in-service courses and then I'd be looking at then and and the advising. So, been looking to advise on really some good referee, really good referees with great potential coming up, and I've been lucky enough to advise on some of the guys at the very top level at very top games in hurling, especially that's what I mainly do. But in Ulster, I do both hurling and football, I've been lucky enough to advise on Ulster Club Finals, both in hurling and football, and the National League in in hurling, and uh, the Leinster Final as yeah. well. So, like, you it know, must be
0: hard, though. I mean. You know, from you've been doing refereeing since you were sixteen, and um, the amount of now that you're advising and you're you're doing those things, um, the amount of changes and all the rule changes. How how have you found?
1: Yeah, the the rule changes. Uh, you know, the, the game is evolving. Um, you know, the game is evolving all the time. You know, the players are getting an awful lot fitter, and. You know, there's a whole a lot of cost is gone into preparing an intercounty team, who may get one or get two chances at this, and the rules are being brought in from the side of the view is to 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 try and you know to give a team the the fairest opportunities to stop cynical play. So, for example, now you what was brought in at intercounty level to stop a goal scoring chance and a pull down within the 20 meter line is a penalty and a yeah. 10 minute sin bin
0: i so, think that's a great move that was the ladies had that long before the footballers yeah. and that was
1: and uh, they, they did they did they had the 10 minutes in when yeah. all right um but in relation to that is that now that's going to come into club refereeing next year um, from the first of january and that's going to be pretty tricky now to police Especially when a referee is on his own and he has no help from neutral umpires or neutral linesmen, it's gone pretty tricky. So yeah, that's to... one thing
0: that I do find um, a lot of um, controversy with is that you know, say in the crowd or in the press box or whatever, people will say, "No, that's definitely a black card. It's definitely a black card," and it turns out to be yellow. Uh, how hard is it for that uh, for uh, the referee to make that right call?
1: Okay, the first of all, I would say is how 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 easy it's easy for the people to make the shout to say it's a black card when the referee gives a yellow but have do they understand the complete rule in yeah. relation to that so what i would say is that the rule within role is a cynical foul in relation to a deliberate full pull down a deliberate trip yeah. Remonstrating with a referee, their black card offences in, in 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 football. Um so I I, in in relation to that, it has to be a deliberate act. If it's not a deliberate act, if it's an accidental, an accidental trip, it's a free only yeah. and there should be no yellow card. But if it's a rough play and the the player falls then there may be a shout for a black card, but it was actually rough play. Yeah. So you have to look really at. It's the very
0: hard to to in yeah. the moment because yeah. it's not like you have. You know. But
1: that's where the referees use their experience, yeah, their knowledge of the rules and the application of the rules from past experience to be able to make that call. Yeah, and that's that's the essence of of getting the call right. Yes, the rules are changing. The ru- the game has evolved. Really, uh, has a game. Players are an awful lot more educated. Players and are fitter. Yeah, and fitter. And and uh, so, like you know, so it's important that the referees make the right call. But the referees, you know, no referee intentionally goes out to make a mistake. And referees are human. Okay, so if a player makes a mistake, a player makes a mistake. Right, but if a referee makes that mistake, it's picked up on, and it could cause cause the winning or losing a game of either yeah. side, so
0: but then, as well, like you have referee abuse, which has been highlighted a lot lately, yeah. I yeah. mean that doesn't seem to ever go away yeah and yeah as you say if a player makes a mistake you know they get over it but if a referee makes a mistake I know it can cost a team the game but at the same time they are only human so yeah Uh,
1: (laughs) yeah there is Um, that's due to a lack of education some people you know when they come inside a gate they feel that they can say anything or anything that they want you know once they've paid in the gate that's they're a paid spectator and they feel that they're they can d- hurl abuse or anything like that so once they're outside the fence the referee really has to try and tune that out and try and ignore that as much as possible which can be difficult
0: yeah because you think a referees cannot you know, especially in the club game. by the crowd. Yeah, yeah,
1: well not swayed not swayed I would say it can. It it, it it can seep in a bit all right yeah you know um but the people who tell a referee how bright and beautiful they aren't aren't <laughs> are would say how many of them have actually lifted a whistle to go on referee a game how many of them have sat down and read and interpret the rules and their application as they should be so it's it's very easy to shout. When you don't know what you're shouting about. Yeah. That's, you know, so it's, everyone has an opinion, but it's, is it an informed opinion? Is it an opinion of fact? Yeah. And that's, the whole thing is education. And education is a huge, huge thing.
0: It's about temperament too, though. I mean, is there a certain temperament that um, you need to have to be a good referee? Well,
1: you, you you have to have, you know, you would have to have a sense of humour, okay? That's, that's, that's good. But you, you have to have a temperament of high resilience. You have to be resilient. Because, you know, a lot of stuff will be said and be written and whatever, but you have to put that to one side and say, okay, that's one person's opinion. We don't have to be reading that or whatever at the other... But in relation to resilience of that, you may have a bad game or a game didn't go as well as you felt it. But the best thing you do is get back up on the horse and get going again to so take on the next game, and you build resilience. And that's people who are refereeing need to be resilient. You know, people. You know, you know they don't get this, the the breaks that they need, but they keep at it, and then it may come. Yeah. It's small keys that open big doors. And, you know, it's resilience, I would say, is a huge uh, mental, mental strength. But I would say a person who, you know, is highly organised, you need to be organised at being a referee. You need to be able to not be afraid to make decisions. If you're afraid to make a decision, there's no way a referee, you, should, the referee, you shouldn't be a referee if, you're, yeah. if you don't want to make decisions and stand over them. At the moment, as you pointed out, there is a lot of it, there, there is a, a, abuse in the game. But, you know, that can be handled properly through clubs and th- their intervention and, and, and speaking to their the people who come to the games and supporters and so forth. A number of years ago, there was a certain county board uh, stamped out the abuse to referees by withholding All-Ireland Final tickets from certain clubs who were giving abuse to referees or were noted throughout the year. Right. Nice. And... Um, and that was got out with five thousand euro fines. Yeah. Uh from the from 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 the county board, and that soon.
0: Put a halt to that.
1: That, that. that put an end to that. Yeah. Um, but in relation to the recruitment of referees, there is a shortage of referees in most counties. Yeah, I was
0: going to ask you about that. Yeah, There's the, still a shortage, but it's probably because for that very reason <laughs> that no matter what you can't stamp it out altogether. You can bring in measures. That's
1: correct. Yeah, you, you'll always get the the one or two, but in relation to the the recruitment of referees it's it's tricky, um you know, right now you know there's a shortage of referees at club level especially in hurling if anyone who has any interest in refereeing in hurling especially I'd say get in contact with your local club and get in contact with the, the refereed uh, administrator, um uh, Henry McClay here in in Armagh, um. Because there, there's a great opportunity if you're interested in hurling refereeing um, to progress and to progress quite quickly.
0: Is hurling yeah. any different? Is it, is it more difficult because it's so fast? Is it more difficult to referee hurling than football?
1: Very easier to referee hurling than really? it is football because the ball's moving.
0: Oh, okay. The ball's moving the whole time. I just would have thought because it's because it's so quick that it yeah. would make you keeping no, you your eyes in the back of your head kind of thing, no? No,
1: far far easier to referee because the ball and and believe it or not, the mentality of a hurler is different to the mentality of a footballer. There's there's that more I would say they would be have that uh they would have, I wouldn't say a level of, a higher level of honesty, but they would be discipline maybe. Yeah, higher level of discipline because they because have, they have sticks. Yeah, they have, they have sticks weapons and weapons in their hands. hands. You know, with a higher level of discipline, and um, that's that's what I uh, I found referring I I enjoyed refereeing hurling. Uh, the ball was moving. You found that the the the, the players were far more engaging, you know far more engaging uh, uh, on it when I, when I was refereeing Hurling and I and I can s- still see that it's the but any, going back to it but any referees who you know people who want to referee there's a great opportunity yeah. to progress in Hurling especially uh, again in football you know there is a shortage uh, referees too and you know as referees come on and, and get on in years you still need new referees to come, you need new referees all the time to come through because there will be people falling away due to work or due to family commitments. So you need new referees to come through and I would encourage anybody to take up the whistle. The The satisfaction you get out of it is is phenomenal in relation to meeting new people, making new friends, um, the joy of refereeing the game, to challenge yourself to referee at a higher level and to, to, to you know give something back for your club or your county as well because it, 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 refereeing is, is, is really like you know that to give them because as I, we said from the outset if there's no if there's no referee there's no game yeah you
0: know? that's true yeah okay well I think that's that's great um, it's really really interesting stuff there um, have you ever had any um, you know really bad instances or anything like that Ooh. I suppose that's not <laughs> what you'd like to be talking about. Are um, really good ones?
1: <laughs> ah, well, look, you know, the, the 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 good ones will always outweigh the bad ones, uh, obviously. Um, I can't really remember too many bad ones but there's I suppose there is always one or two but you you try and put them to the back year uh, to the back of your thoughts but the, the good ones are the ones that you enjoy doing a colleges uh, all ireland final in 2011 was really one of my highlights uh, that was the one that, that I really enjoyed doing was the to, to Referee in mm-hmm. Colleges final yes. in 2000, for the Colleges of Education final in 2011, a referee did down in UCD. Uh, that was one of the highlights. Refereeing in the States was a... Yeah, that uh, sounds like that was that contact. that was That, that, was, uh, that was just uh, a moment in time when you when you met people and just just Well, snowballed. as I, I think I
0: said to you before, when, uh, when I lived over there, they used to say that um, during the summer... If you, if you threw a ball onto an onto an Aerolingus plane, you could have an all-Ireland final <laughs> <laughs> with the amount of county players when they were when they were knocked out that so would be coming over. Because even though, you know, you were saying you got a big wad of cash for a referee, <sighs> I know they didn't pay players as such uh, per se. But kind of everybody knew that, you know, they were given a good job, in, usually in construction, and they were there for the summer and... They got looked after, let's yeah. say. So, yeah. In
1: relation to that game in in in, in 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 Philadelphia, the mileage was it was, it was appropriate for the miles who had travelled that day. Yes. So that's okay. that's, the, that's the, <laughs> the the way it was put. It. it was it was correct for the right for the yeah. mileage that they back then, but yeah, yeah. look, it, it, I've had a. You know, a, a, a very enjoyable career, both refereeing in Dublin and in in Armagh and refereeing in Ulster and in Leinster. Um, you know, it, it it's it's fantastic. And look, I would uh I couldn't recommend refereeing enough as a hobby, as an outlet. Um, you know, you're fresh air, you're getting fitness, you're meeting new people, you're you're challenging yourself. What what else? What what couldn't be better? You know. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's brilliant, Michael. Thanks very and much, Elaine. I'll be seeing you out there when you're um, advising all the referees,
1: <laughs> keeping an eye on them. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to seeing you again at another uh, another venue very soon. Thank yeah. you. All
0: right. Thanks, Michael. I hope you enjoy listening to Michael um, talk all things refereeing there. Refereeing often seems like a tough job to have. But um, Michael sa- makes it sound like a, a great career. And with having people like Michael there as a referee advisor, it just goes to show how much Gaelic Games are progressing. And it seems that um, with people like Michael doing what he does now, um, referees should hopefully start to get a, um, the respect that they deserve. Thanks for listening. Remember to keep getting all of your news from Arma Ai, And I hope you join us next time for our podcast. From the I don't know what to say, I'm just speechless to the we see all sorts of life changing moments at McKinney competitions. How would you react? Cars, houses, tech bundles, and more from just two pounds a ticket, no purchase necessary. For competitions, rules, and conditions, see McKinneyCompetitions.com.